Hello. Good day. I hope we're all doing well. I think this is the first episode we've done since lockdown's been lifted here in the UK. Which only means one thing. It means that you need to get out of the crusty fucking pants and trousers you've been wearing for the last three months and and do something about the situation you're in. Um, What you should do is go buy some trousers and pants that aren't crusty. And the way you should do that is to go to therabbitsarty.com forward slash podcast and use any of the links there to go to retailers such as Size or Nike. All you have to do is shop how you would normally shop, apart from we get a little percentage back so we can keep this thing going. And, you know, it doesn't cost anything extra to you, so it's a win-win. That is unless you don't want us to keep going, which is, you know, that would be fair enough given some of the episodes we've put out, but we'll ignore that. Today is a good episode. We are joined by none other than the young and talented producer that is Yuki. At just 17, he decided to drop out of his New Zealand high school to go move to LA. But unlike many of the people who actually do that to kickstart the career, he pulled it off. It wasn't long into his journey that he found himself working alongside Jane Smith on his project Iris, an album which he ended up producing half the tracks for, uh, including the lead single. Since then, the now 19-year-old has moved back to New Zealand and finished his debut album, Be Free, uh, which I do encourage you to go check out. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, so uh, yeah, how 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 is it in New Zealand? Um, it's weird because uh, I mean you've, you've probably seen we handled COVID really well, like eliminated a lot of cases, yeah. and we hit zero maybe two weeks ago. Um, That's crazy. And actually, uh, shouts out of the UK, but we we had some UK <laughs> tourists come back and test positive, and now we have like twenty cases. So um, you're welcome. I don't know, <laughs> literally. But okay, I mean it's okay. <laughs> but um, that's great. So you're not in lockdown anymore, then? Yeah, we're definitely not in lockdown. We we had four levels <sighs> of quarantine, and, and we we eliminated those pretty quickly, which is great. I think it was only like a month or two in in those lockdown stages. Um, and now we're just chilling like it doesn't really exist, and it's kind of hard to feel comfortable. Like the the whole world is going crazy. Yeah. Well, how how was that creatively in terms of being like locked down? Did you find that kind of productive? How much of lockdown did you actually spend polishing off your latest project then? Um, so the, the start of quarantine definitely, um, you know, got some stuff finished. Um, most of the mixing and mastering was done, but just like uh, little touch ups and like rollout stuff. But um, creatively for like new music and stuff, it's kind of like in between. Um, for me, I felt like I was kind of forced, like not forced, but all right, you're in this uh, lockdown mm. stage with more time than ever. You should be creating X amount of songs a day, which sort of stressed me out. But um, I can imagine that's so annoying when you have such little kind of inspiration from going out you know, yeah. day-to-day life. Yeah, and, and definitely um, post-album depression, <laughs> like not, not even like actual depression, but just uh, kind of tired of making music. But I think after quarantine, like now when um feels like I'm still in quarantine, but I can go out and do stuff, um, I'm back onto like making making a lot of new, yeah, new it, music. So yeah. It must it must kind of suck to release a project and then not really be able to kind of go out and celebrate and do all those things that you would yeah. want to do to kind of take your mind off of just like I guess what is essentially, you know, work in in one form or another at this point yeah um de- definitely yeah so what else have you been doing in, in quarantine then have you been uh, excited for skate 4? 
Uh, oh my god, the best question anyone's ever asked me. Skate four, man. <laughs> god damn, I'm so excited. Just a lot of random stuff. Um, I started like getting into 3D modeling and like um like visual effects stuff. Um, I've been really grinding out Photoshop to get like better and better and better. Um, damn. I bought a Wii yesterday. I found my old Wii in my basement, and I, I was like missing parts, so I bought a, a Wii out of impulse. Um, so that I'm was not something I was expecting you to say. Just like all that. the consoles that are getting released, yeah, I know why the Wii. That is that's a strange one, but you know. Well, okay, own. okay, 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 okay. To justify that, like, yes, I have an Xbox. It's great. I have like PC stuff, but um, just the Wii's got classics, man. Like, yes, it looks <laughs> like complete shit, but it's great. Um. And and obviously uh, a lot of new music. Trying to use all the random inspiration to, to conjure uh, something. Well, man, that sounds unique. Uh, well, you you mentioned yeah. Photoshop. Are you kind of how heavily are you involved in that kind of side of things? Did you make the album cover, or what kind of yeah? Did you have there? Um, so I went through like maybe five different album covers for Be Free, and it sucked. Mm. I, I was really stressed out about that because I had. A, a really clear vision in mind and i had this person lined up she started painting she got to like 80 percent done and then she just went off the map hasn't like replied to me since and this may what? have been last year um so i was freaking out like like what oh, like I, I i wanted a really grand cover and then i was like all right maybe i just go for like a really simple cover and then um That's a, a big photo switch. got taken of me and my friend yeah big switch it was like all right, I have all this inspiration. Now I have nothing. So whatever. Um, and for me, it's like if I could have gotten the paint and the painting finished by someone else, but I was kind of salty. I was like, well, that's an <laughs> unfinished idea. And if it's not going to mm. get executed, how I want it. I might as well just leave it. Um, so there are a few different ones. And then my friend, uh, Maxwell Young took a photo of me and my friend right after my breakup, actually. So it was kind of sentimental in that way. And then, I got that, did all the graphic design for it myself. Same with like the album cover, rollout stuff, and like the merch, which obviously no one's seen, but um, I'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. One thing at a time, you know, just release now. Literally, yeah. Sake. So yeah. when did you start working on this piece of work as, as like kind of a solo adventure? Um, I'm trying to think because, okay, so I got back from working on Jaden's album in February 2019. So I may have had like a demo or two. And uh, so um, what was that 2019? 2019, yeah. So that was, uh, we, we started working on that end of 2018 and then into 2019. Um, I came back home to New Zealand, so kind of like, well, um, like what do I do? Like I've been working on someone else's music for so long in this crazy environment and now I'm back to my, my home bedroom. So mm. I <clears throat> had a few demos that must be crazy. and I just started um, – I just started, you know, figuring out what it was going to be. Um, I think I had the name for it for way longer, but yeah, just, I don't know that it's crazy because B3 was probably the most, like the most well-managed I've been working on music. So I was just like pumping out songs mm. left and right and then finishing them. So um, yeah, crazy long process. Well, yeah, I listened to it, man. I was, I was obviously listening to it just before we actually uh, started speaking today, you know, just to go over things and, that's um that's a hell of an album. Um, it's there's a lot a lot of inspirations for it that come through it. It's it sounds very or, organic. Mm -hmm. 
did you sample mm-hmm. much on that? I was just curious because uh, there was one song in particular. What was it, Darling? I think it was the last track. Mm-hmm. That is a hell of a song, mm-hmm. and I was I was listening to the intro. Mm-hmm. What's the process behind that? Um, so there was no direct samples on the whole album. Um, uh, I think I sampled actually some of my friends' like voice charts, but nothing you know, uh, like third party. But um, there was. For, uh, for something like Darling, that was originally spy- inspired by this um, this is Japanese band called Tomoko Aaron, and um, <clears throat> they have this album called Monochrome, and there's, and there's like a really tight song in there, and it, it's that set those same chords and like violins and stuff, but it's like way mm. fast, like boom, da, da, ba, 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 ba. and I was like, well, I originally sampled it, and I was like, well, I sort of don't want to just sample it and then like th- it'd be the loop the whole song so i was like let's get mm. in the studio and re-record it and change it and slow it down and make it our own thing so um me and my friends went in and we record and changed some chords around and it you know obviously when you uh instead of having a sample when you have all the recorded instruments you can do whatever you want so lots of like cool mm. structure changes a lot more freedom layering and stuff yeah a lot more well, it paid off that's that's been stuck in my head ever since that i i came across Thank it you. um but um, I was I was gonna say coming back to the Jaden Smith and how that kind of you initially broke mm-hmm. into people's attention. What's mm-hmm. the whole story behind that? Because I I heard that obviously. So you're from New Zealand and you moved to LA. Um, mm-hmm. What was the initial motivation behind that? Did you have any connections over there already, or was it just kind of like a leap of faith thing? Um. I had a few connections, but nothing, I mean, solid, like, all right, if I, if I do this, it's going to work out. But so it was mm. definitely a leap of uh, faith, but like hanging off the cliff, like leap of faith, like I still have some, uh, like type of, um, <laughs> like a branch, like a twig hanging out. Yeah. Branch. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's a good way to put it. Um, no, so I had, he had like his misfits crew and there were some fans that, um, wrapped you know repping misfits and i knew some of them i wasn't really a fan of Jaden or misfits at the time i didn't know anything about it um mm. but we uh me and my friend jason who was a friend with him made a made a song and um he really liked it and he like uh posted it and stuff and i was like, oh sick he like put it on his radio show on beats one so like he he knew me from there through the beat but not my name and then i moved mm. to la met a bunch of his friends randomly still no connection and, and for the longest time if you go back and ask those people they're like yeah i remember yuki was always like how am i friends with all these people but like i've never met Jaden." like not out of like oh my god <laughs> i need to meet Jaden." it's like oh crazy mm. I, I think it'll be cool if we worked um mm. and then a couple of my friends went on tour with him and somehow my beats got to him he recorded on a few performed them and i was like oh sick um, it would be nice if I could actually talk to him, <laughs> but like whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say at this point you haven't even you haven't even met him yet, and yeah, all this is unfolding. That's crazy. Yeah. What's yeah. what's that first call like? That yeah. must be a really surreal one, not even known. So how much did you know before he called you, kind of thing? It, it wasn't even a call, so it was by chance. Um, there was uh, in Long Beach, um, in LA, there was um convention like Complex Con, and uh, mm. I wasn't gonna go, but my my friend and I got tickets for free from someone. I forgot who it was uh, the night before. So the convention started like at like 10 a.m. And I got the tickets that night before at like 11 p.m. So it was super clutch. And uh, we went and then uh, he was there and I was like, oh, yo, what's up? Like, 
uh, I'm Yuki. I'm that guy that did this song and that song you did. He's like, oh, tight, tight, bro. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Man, what are the chances of this? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it was it was pretty crazy. It's crazy how things unfold. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing was, was pretty surreal looking back. I mean, uh, a week before that, I had got back from Vancouver, like, in a super bad mental state, wanting to pretty much give up LA at that point. Not Not like give up out of like being lazy just 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 like exhausted i guess after being there for for a mm. little while um so that was just like crazy it was like well that lined up great and then we just you know exchanged numbers hung out a little bit and then got to work and then that's that's my homie I was gonna say the the rest is history that yes. ended up being the lead the lead single so was that initial song that you first mentioned that you rapped on was did that end up being again or do you th- was that something earlier that you worked on and it ended up developing into being that um track. i don't know so or was that just, i was gonna say that's quite far back we made a lot of songs um like a lot a lot a lot, a lot of songs but i think we made the song called new direction and that was the first song he was like because I, I was sending him beats and he was like ignoring them and i was like oh okay and he was like because i didn't know what the <laughs> album was going to be like and he sent me mm. an apple music playlist and he was like yo bro like i need more distortion i was like okay sweet <laughs> and then the first beat i sent him was this one called New Direction, and then he um, that's that's a single off like an EP or something he did. But then we went into the studio at um, Chalice in in LA, um, and that's where we made a, a bulk of the songs. And um, again, was one of those. And I didn't even know it was going to be oh, the wow. lead single. Like we were really really uh, closely working on it. Then I had to come home, and obviously when you're not there with the team, you sort of lose contact a bit. And then I saw mm-hmm. a notification like. Uh, Zane Lau on Beats One, Jaden Smith new single again at like one AM, and I was like, "Oh shit, sick! <laughs> that's that's cool, mate. That's yeah. that must be so surreal going from from kind of somewhere a little bit more out of the sticks as as New Zealand, and then moving right mm-hmm. into kind of the middle of it, and then moving out again. I I saw somewhere that you're you're trying to get back there yeah. for good, right? Yeah. How is that? How's that going? Yes. That is um, a grueling process, uh, to, to put it uh, plainly. It's, mm. uh, it's okay, so it, it's kind of tricky because it's not like I, because I left high school to get to where I am. Like, I, I needed that, you know. If I didn't drop uh, out of 17, yeah. I wouldn't have got to where I am. Um, so it's not like I can get a simple work visa or go for college. Um, I have to go for like the pinnacle visa of like special talent. Yeah, I was just gonna say for a couple of people who 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 might be listening who are unfamiliar uh, with kind of you personally. You're how old now? As in, you were what seventeen, eighteen when you first moved out to LA initially, <laughs> but you're still what is it? Yeah. You must be twenty, twenty one now, right? Uh, nineteen, turning twenty next month. Yeah. Oh my lord! Well, there you go. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, I never really actually thought <laughs> yeah. about the fact that you, as in, yeah, I can assume that they probably had like certain requirements in terms of you had to get to this kind of level of or this year of education, you know, whatever. But that must be so frustrating yeah. creatively. Uh, are you still trying to? How's working on the go? I guess now that it's lockdown, it's almost kind of opened up the opportunity to be able to just work more, yeah, kind of internationally. Definitely opened up. Um, obviously a lot of people want to be in person, so I am still getting, you know, that visa, but, um, like mm. I said, it's, it's like the pinnacle visa. So there's a lot of things I need, like letters of rec, but you know, I'm pretty much on the, on the last leg and I think I'll get, uh, back to moving there by the end of this year. So we'll see, but, um, it's definitely, there's been a super long, confusing process. Too long. Yeah. When you get there, yeah. I can imagine it's just going to be, you know, nothing but upwards. 
Um, but talking about uh, your current project again, uh, B3, the most recent one, mm-hmm. um, as someone who obviously were working a lot as a producer, how much experience did you have kind mm-hmm. of making your own material in terms of putting your voice on it and stuff like that. Was that a whole new concept? Yeah, I mean, I had, um, <clears throat> the thing with me is like, I always want to create and I sometimes go too far. Like I, if you ask my friends, like what, uh, names I had for different projects over like the past couple months, I've had like five mm. and I never <laughs> ever finished them. So I, mm. I had like, um, a few, I think I had, I had two, like, not albums at the time I would have called them albums, but, like, projects on Spotify, more um, producer-focused. Like, I didn't have my voice on them at all if, like, maybe, like, three or four songs. But I was like, well, I just have um, – after I actually had a lot more confidence in my production and I really wanted to nail myself um, – pause. Mm. I wanted to nail it vocally <laughs> um, and, and get, like, my, my, my artistic voice out. So a lot of – uh, discovering what my voice was and then they just blend. Um, when I make a song and I don't really think about it, like, all right, this is my beat and I'm going over top of it. I'm just sort of doing it at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So you just feel it out as it goes kind of thing rather than being so concrete with yeah. the whole yeah, process. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess it, it comes more naturally like that. Um, for me, it's like, instead of it being, all right, I'm doing the synths and I'm adding drums I'm adding bass and then, all right, that's done. Now let's add vocals. I'm like, all right, I'm adding the, the, the kick drum. Oh, a vocal line will be sick here. Like I'm, I'm kind of all over the place like that, um, mm. which is great for me in terms of like, that's why there's a lot of changes and dynamic stuff in, in like on B3. But I think um, it also works the other way where I think when people just have a beat that's already done to rap over, um, other ideas come up, you know? So mm. I know it's interesting. It must be really useful to be able to kind of have both sides of the production process, knowing that if you do want to change the mm. beat, you're not kind of restricted to your ability of, you know, just being someone who's mm-hmm. vocally talented or whatever, or just being someone who creates the beats. Yeah. Um, it must add a lot more flexibility, definitely. which I think it, def- it definitely pays off. You know, um, I do recommend that anyone goes Thank and you. checks it out. It came out uh, early May, right? It was 8th of May around that time. Yeah. Perfect. Yep um no worries as it have a have a good rest of your day it's weird for me to say that because i'm just about to go to bed i hope i don't say that's true i mean what it's like what wait what's the time for you now like 12 12 uh 10 past 11 so not too late for a game of warzone wow (laughs) literally i'm i'm about to hop on i'm I'm about to like finish hacking this Wii, and then the whole day is free woohoo one second. Yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> Mate, I was just recording the outro to this fucking podcast and you called. So I'm going to hang up. Give me a second. I'll call you back in one minute. Okay, I do, <laughs> do apologise. Um, thanks for listening to another episode. Uh, I think it was quite productive. Uh, I think we have another guest on next week, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe even the week after that. But before you know it, we'll be back uh, recording some Intoxicate podcast with my mum, if we're lucky. Uh, thanks for listening. If you want to stay up to date, then follow us on Instagram at The Rabbit Society uh, or head over to the website, therabbitsociety.com forward slash podcast, where you can sign up to our newsletter and we'll send out these episodes weekly to you. Um, have a good week. <laughs>